Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670 of the score. Always fun to talk to Jared Payton, and he joins us on the score hotline powered by IBEW. Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. Hey, Jared, how are you this morning? Oh, Mully and Hall. I'm good. I was just uh, sending out the little uh, let everybody know on X that I'm on the show this morning. So just wanted to show you're, some love. How are you guys you're doing? You're always so good about that, Jared, kind of I'm, using I'm, your platforms, plural, to kind of let hey, people know what you're doing. <laughs> you, you got to sometimes, you know, hard oh, man. You got to let people did, know. And did you tell your there. TikTok audience that you're going to be on today? I yeah, I actually did it with a dance. So <laughs> all you got to do is just go check it out. It's uh, nah, man. But man, how did you guys enjoy football over the weekend or oh, what? Yeah. Oh man, I, I you know I got to tell you, I'm going through this really rough period where that like the first Monday night game we didn't have till August, and then you get to that in the I thought the games were great. I was totally in for all of it. A nice kind of seven or eight hour watch. And now we got the Super Bowl coming up. But it's like, what then must we do? What happens to our lives? There is a there is a hint of regret already about the season closing down. I know. It's uh, it's tough, you know. For me, I I just really enjoyed the whole entire, especially for the bears. I'm so locked in of what the bears are doing all season long that, you know, now you start to, you know, sit back and go, Holy cow, this season's just flew by. And I, yep. my year goes by my year goes by basically the super bowl, not January 1st. It's like right. after the super bowl for our family and the man, the year award and everything we do at the super bowl, right. man, That's it's, uh, and yeah. it's like happy new year. He's like, happy the- new year for me. Exactly. What was the most unexpected thing that happened Sunday to you, Jarrett? Well, both teams, both teams that I uh, picked to win, the Ravens and the Lions, both were, uh, I w- both didn't run the ball when I thought they should be using that as their as their crutch all game, right? So when it comes to the Ravens, it they kind of got out of out of sorts a little bit. I mean, they're a running team; that's what they do, mm-hmm. and that's I didn't see that. I didn't see that. And I know certain things dictate that and changes kind of what you have to do in your landscape in a game. And then also too, looking at the lions and how they were running the football in that first half. And I know things changed a little bit. The 49ers came out, put some points on the board, then they fumbled the ball and the game was tied after the uh, Iuka touchdown. So then everything, everything was crazy. 
and they got away from the run and started to get pass heavy. And so it was like, I think getting away from the run game and not establishing the run like you should with the Ravens, I think really threw me off a little bit. Um, I, I, I gotta tell you, if you actually look at where they were at, they, they should have won that game. If they score on the touchdown, they fumble. If he doesn't throw a pick in the end, they had opportunities and they just, it was because I thought, I listen, I thought that the, the defense played great. I thought Mahomes played great. I thought Kelsey played great, but, but the Ravens were, were like, they were thudding people. They were hitting people. They were also making dumb penalties and yeah. kind of these weird um, lack of discipline mistakes that really frosted me because I thought they were better coached than that. Yeah, I did too, Molly. I mean, it comes down to at, at these moments, and especially uh, on on both sides. Well, you can't have those those dumb penalties. But then on the flip side, I look at the Lions, right and Man, Dan Campbell was always just striving, going for it all the time, being aggressive, being aggressive. That's what got them there. And then being aggressive is what got them sent home as well. And so Mm. it's 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 a it's a balance that you have to, you know, sometimes you got to take the points. I understand the guys are behind you and you're like, oh, we're going to go for it. We've been doing this all year, but it's different circumstances, right? You're you're playing to be able to get to the final game of the year. Uh, and sometimes I understand the math and 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 all that stuff dictates what you should do. If if that's the case for the Lions and some of those short fourth uh, fourth downs, you're a running team. Run the football then. Put it if that's what you're good at. Put the ball in your running backs' hands who have been running the ball, getting you seven yards a carry. Go ahead and go that way then if that's the case. But uh, they decide to put it in Jared Goff's hands, and and sometimes you come up short. As somebody who believes in Justin Fields and would be fine with the Bears bringing him back and sticking with him, Jarrett, did you see anything in Lamar Jackson's performance against the Chiefs that gave you pause or you applied to the argument here in Chicago? No, not at all, Dave. I I didn't see anything. I just – I saw a guy pressing, especially at the end of the game where things weren't going their way and, you know, especially that interception. Certain things where I'm like, hmm – I, I would love to see him run a little bit more. Um, that's that's a part of their game. Like I told you that they did not really truly establish with him, which I think changes the dynamics of how you have to be able to defend the Ravens, right? And so, um, yeah, no pause. Only thing, only pause is my son this morning was talking trash because they were on TV. They were talking about Lamar Jackson having a tough time and he was saying something. And I get very... Like in my feelings about these guys and how much they put into the game. And I looked at him, I said, I said, he said something like, man, Lamar's the GOAT. And he was joking with his buddy. And I said, whoa, 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 slow down. I'm like, this dude's about to win his second MVP, Doug. Stop talking. Don't don't talk about him. And my son was looking at me and like with that one stare. And I said, Yeah, your grandpa only won it once. So you know how hard it is. And my son, he didn't talk the rest of the way till he left to go outside. How hard it is, how tough it is that we break down these guys so much, but how tough it is to be able to say you're an MVP. And you guys know how I feel about my pops. For him to only do it once, like, yo, it is hard to do. So what Lamar has done is phenomenal. 
but we on the outside are always going to break down. The fact is this was his best chance since he's been in the league to go to a Super Bowl and win one. And like you guys were talking about what Coach Juan said, it is tough to get back. Right. It is not easy to get back. The team's not the same. The drive's not the same. The, the situation of how you lost the year before sometimes sets in. Guys, you know, guys on the team, their 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 mindsets change. So it is really, really tough. It happened to my Miami team. Well, the Miami team I was on in 2000, we lost to Washington in the second game of the year. And then next thing you know, went on to play Florida in, in the Sugar Bowl. For us, it motivated us going into that next, going in the summertime, that nobody went home over break. Everybody was there. We were grinding. And next thing you know, eventually winning the Rose Bowl and the national championship the next year. But we didn't have any catastrophic injuries. We didn't have any of that stuff. We were lucky. And a lot of that plays in to getting back to that point or even getting back to a chance to be able to play for a championship. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, I, I felt awful for Lamar Jackson because he's now 2-4 and four in the playoffs, right? He, he didn't. He, he's not the guy calling 37 passes. No. The, the, uh, the offensive coordinator... Uh, Todd Munkin did not do him many favors, but he's got six career interceptions in the playoffs to go with six touchdowns. So people who view him are looking at him as, you know, the tag of can't win in the playoffs. And especially when you're playing a guy like Mahomes, who's setting records for winning in the playoffs, youngest guy ever to get to the, whatever it is, 13, 14 wins in the playoffs and is so composed and has been there so much and had so much success. He's like second coming of uh, uh, of uh, Tom Brady. I, I mean, it's, it's extraordinary it's, his his composure, and that makes everybody else look bad. Molly, Molly, I'm telling you right now, man. 15's a bad dude. Oh. He is. He is a bad dude. Like. You can say what you want to say about him. People come and like, ah, oh, you know, he he's overrated. Dude, this dude, he, for everything that that team went through all season long, from, from the drops to all the other stuff, like seeing him out of character on the sideline, screaming, yelling, upset, all that stuff to where they are to get into the postseason. And him and Travis Kelsey are just like, yo, we're just going to flip a switch real quick. And we're going to take it back a couple of years and we're going to, we're just going to ball out and man, you all, it's hard to bet against 15, man. And so he is, man, that's, that's the standard right there. 
And and David, you were talking about did anything give me pause about uh, you know Lamar's play? You know, nah, not really. But one thing did it for me. It stuck out is that man. Regardless of what you do at the quarterback position, whether you're going to draft one or you're going to keep um, Justin Fields, and everybody knows how I feel about Justin, uh, I think you need to. It made me think, David, about that. You still have to draft quarterbacks, whether that's in the first round, whether that's in the second round, third round. I just, I, I feel like moving forward, that is a huge deal and what the Bears need to do. And then not only just draft these quarterbacks, but find a way to be able to grow them, cultivate them, and, 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 and have guys in your system, you know what I mean, where you should be drafting quarterbacks every single year that fit your system until you f figure it out. And that's what I really thought about is how do you find, how do you get the next Patrick Mahomes? Like, is he already here? Is he number one? Is he, is all these new things, which Shane Waldron and my guy, Kerry Joseph, mm. who I played with and played against in the CFL, he, are, are they going to be able to get the best out of him? But also moving down, if guys fit your system later in rounds that you feel like are good, you can never, to me, you can never have enough because at some point your starting quarterback is going to be out. And that next guy that is going to have to step up, which we saw with Tyson Bajant this past, this past season for the Bears, it's critical to be able to have somebody in that understands your system because at some point they're going to have to play either one, two, or three or four games. All right, let's talk about Kerry Joseph. NFL safety with the Seahawks goes up to Canada and, as you said, had a very good career as a quarterback. And now he's yeah. a coach, the quarterback's coach. What is it about him that makes him an effective coach and, and what do you expect his impact to be? Dave, he's a... Uh... Man, he, when it comes, he's a, he's all about ball, man. He loves football and around the game. I think his his faith um, is one of the things that stands out to me of how he talks to people and how he sees life. But I also think if he's had those those ups and downs. He's been at every single level of the NFL, the CFL, NFL Europe. So he's seen so much that I think for guys that go through and do their homework on him and see what he's all about, they're going to be like, holy cow, he has seen it. So I think he's his, his ability to connect with young men to me is what is so special with him, but he's been there. And I think uh, listening to him there, it's going to be like, you know, I did this and this and this, but I also made these mistakes. I want, I don't want you to make these mistakes and try to be able to coach uh, whoever's going to be at quarterback. But I think he's going to be a huge tool to uh, who, whoever's underneath center. And also I think it's just an advantage of having a guy like that, that has been all around the spectrum in the game of football. You know, we had a, a fun question this morning about looking at the bears and where they're at versus other teams that are hiring coordinators in the off season. We know the Eagles, for instance, both of their coordinators were uh, hired as head coaches after the Super Bowl, and they were dissatisfied and fired both their coordinators um, last year. And so they've hired Vic Fangio and Kellen Moore to replace those coordinators. And the Bears, of course, added Shane Waldron and Eric Washington. And it looks like that's, you know, not equal. How do you look at that? And do you have to keep in mind what they're trying to get done? Or do you think uh, some teams do better than others? 
Well, I mean, it, it, it was a weird situation, though, Molly, just to look at how this this whole thing went down. I mean, at the end of the season, we were all waiting for word about, you know, what Matt Eberflus's, you know, future was going to be here in Chicago. And then once we got it, it's cemented in stone that we knew he was going to be the guy. Now you got to, it, it's, it's a different feeling of who you're actually going to bring in here that's going to mesh with what the vision is for Ryan Poles and company. So, yeah, it always looks better on the other side, but until we really see some results and, and, and actually get going a little bit, we won't know if it's going to be right or not. And I think that's the reason why I've been so, I've gotten to a point where David, you and I were, you know, certain times of how I felt, you know, we would always go back and forth about the whole Justin thing. And I would tease you a little bit here and there, but I've gotten to a point of talking to you guys every single week that I'm fine either way they go with that, with the quarterback situation. And I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to let it play itself out instead of getting all hostile sometimes with people who are coming up to me talking or having heated conversations with people out in the streets about what the Bears should do. <laughs> I, I'm going to, I am going to give it time and I'm going to be patient with this. Like, I feel like we all should be and let's see how it plays itself out. I mean, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna play itself out, whether it's going to work or it's not. And then we can all discuss uh, what's going on there. But until then, I want to see what these guys do. Like Eric Washington, like, People that I know that know him say he's an he's an amazing man um, and that he's he's when it comes to coaching and, and what his job is going to be, because it's a different dynamic. Flu still wants to call plays, but he can't be in the meetings every single day. So he's got to find someone that he trusts to be able to be that that mouthpiece for him inside those meetings when he's got other stuff going on inside of Hallis Hall. So I'm, I, I feel like he could be that guy. Let's let's see how how that works out. And Shane Waldron, he's he's got the he's got the biggest uh, spotlight on him because whatever quarterback they the Bears decide to go with, he's going to be tasked to be able to take this Bears offense into something relevant and and in an uptick in in what we saw from this past season. So and over seasons before that as well, it, it, it's time. So there's it's a lot that we need to see first, and uh, it all looks good to me on paper right now, but. We'll have to see once they hit the field. Great attitude, Jarrett. Appreciate your time. So we'll next week we'll be talking to you from Vegas. You, you're going to be in I, Vegas, right? I will probably be at the sports book when I'm talking to you guys at that point. So yes, um, <laughs> all right. Let's make it yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna roust you and wake you yeah. up early in Vegas. Well, time. you know, <laughs> you always got to get up early to start betting on table tennis. So you never know what's going on. <laughs> Great stuff. You're the right, best. Safe Jared, travels. See you, buddy. <laughs> see you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.